Aloha and welcome to the Murph's Place 808 for the Love of Golf podcast. I am your host Murph. I hope everybody's had a good week out there this week. Uh, mine has been pretty good. The uh, the weather, it's been kind of windy here. I know I mentioned that last week on the podcast. It's been a little windy, but uh, other than that, it's not been bad. Uh, I still haven't been out being able to play yet due to this hand still uh, recovering. So it, it it is getting better, though. It almost wants me to go out and try to play, but I know I can't, so I better not. But uh, other than that, things have been good. Can't complain too much about anything. Uh, let's get into the FIA FIA, local golf, obviously. The uh, FIA FIA has played Sundays at Moana Lua Golf Club. When I got a text today, uh, it was that C-Dub, Chris Wright, had shot 69 yesterday so i was kind of excited i sent back a message so we got a new champ then right and they sent me back a text saying know that joe p shot a 68 to beat him by one stroke to retain the belt i'm like you got to be kidding me c dub has a great round shoots two under and still cannot get past Joe P. So it was funny. I sent them back a text saying, uh, I think I'm just going to go ahead and retire uh, and, and not play any golf. Uh, I'm not going to be able to compete against these guys just coming back. But then Mark sent a text. Mark Ishikawa sent a text saying, no, we need you for the auto Murph game. And the Murph game obviously is an up and down game if you haven't played it before. It has nothing to do with me, although I get accused of of saying I made up the rules for this game and this game when I go back home to play. But the Murph game is an up-and-down game. You call Murph, you get up and down, you get a dot. If you don't, the other guys get a dot. So we started playing a little bit of an auto Murph where if you were uh, within 150 yards, you had to automatically Murph, meaning you had to get up and down from it could have been 140, 130 so I sent him back a text. I go, I, th- I think you misspoke. You just actually want me back to get my money. And uh, and they started laughing. So congrats to Joe P again. Retains the belt with a 68. And uh, C-Dub, congrats to C-Dub with a 69. Good playing, guys. The Beach Boys, they played today. They were at Mililani Golf Club. And it looked like from the from the post that it looks like they were going to have quite a, uh, a decent sized group of guys out there. So they played Mililani. I haven't had any, any results back yet. So we'll see with that, what uh, happens with that. Then locally uh, you had the army invitational golf tournament. And in that tournament, we had a couple of uh, buddies playing. Like I said, Rob Kim plays with the beach boys and Joe P also played in that. But uh, the results of that, in the championship flight, Zachary Kanashiro won. In the mid-am flight, which Rob and Joe P. played in, uh, Alexander Zanis won the mid-am flight. Uh, Rob came in sixth place. He didn't play too bad. And Joe P. missed the cut. Uh, He didn't get to play the weekend. So, obviously, he took it out on those guys (laughs) in the FIA FIA and shot 68. So... Uh, congrats to Rob and his, his sixth place win, and better luck to Joe next time in the tournament. But it was good. It was a good tournament. So, yeah, so congrats to those guys, and looking forward to the next tournament. I think the next one coming up is like the mid-am 
uh, qualifier, the U.S. Mid-Am qualifier, and I, I believe that's going to be at Leilahua also. That's coming up. I want to say the 10th. I think the, the deadline to, to uh, apply was the 10th of August or something like that, so it should be coming up here in the next week or two, but congrats to those guys. Good luck in the next tournament, and I can't wait to get back out there playing, so we'll see what happens. I just need to get those wrists healed up. Uh, man, what I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you did, but uh, the golf competitions in the Olympics this year were, were awesome. Um, and I'm not just saying that because the U.S. took gold. Both, uh, obviously, uh, Xander Shoffley won gold for the men, and Nellie Corda won the gold for the women. But uh, there was just some great golf being played all around. It was kind of, I, I kind of wanted to see Hideki win just for the fact, not not anything against the U.S. team or anything like that, but just for the fact that it being in Japan, uh, the, the the Olympics and him him being from Japan, it would have been cool for him to win it. And he had a chance too, so we discussed that last week in the podcast. But but uh, congrats to both Xander and Nelly for winning gold for our country. That, uh, that was pretty awesome, so. All right, let's take a short break, and we'll be right back. All right, let's get into some PGA news. Obviously, like we discussed last week, there was there were uh, two tournaments going on this weekend uh, for the for the PGA. You had the Bacardi Championship at the uh, Tahoe Mountain Club in California, and you had the World Golf Championship FedEx St. Jude Invitational. So let's uh, let's talk about the Bacardi Championship first. The winner of that event was Eric Van Ruin. It was his first win on the PGA Tour. And in this tournament, they used the modified Stableford scoring system, where instead of uh, you know going, you want to go low. You want to get the most points. Meaning for this tournament, and and some tournaments do it differently. It all depends. But normally, a Stableford system is um, you get points for making birdies, eagles, albatross, and sometimes you get points taken away for bogeys and double bogeys and such. So in this tournament, they got eight points for an albatross. They got five points for any eagles and two for any birdies. And if they made par, they got zero points. However, if they made a bogey, they got minus one point. And if they made a double bogey or worse, they got minus three points. So Eric finished with 50 points, and that was five better than the next guy, which was Andrew Putnam. So uh, congrats to Eric Van Ruin on his first PGA win. They also played uh, the World Golf Championship, FedEx St. Jude, and the winner in that event was Abraham Anser at 16 under now he tied with two other players sam burns and hideki matsuyama and so it went into a playoff answer won on the second playoff hole when he made birdie to win so congrats to andrew answer another good finish by hideki finishing up there towards the top uh next up is the Wyndham championship and in that tournament jim herman is the defending champion now on the power rankings for those for the for the uh, Wyndham, they've got Webb Simpson listed number one, and Webb Simpson won a tournament 
at the course they're playing this tournament at 10 years ago. So we'll see if he can pull out another win. Number two, they got listed Sunjay M. And number three, they have Jason Kokrak for uh, the power rankings for that tournament. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. They've been doing pretty good either predicting the winner. They've done it once or twice this season. And, but they've been pretty close with all the other picks about where they were going to finish up at. So we'll see how that ends up turning out. Corn Ferry Tour. Got to talk about Corn Ferry Tour. We got to talk about our Brent Grant watch. Not only Brent Grant, Grant watch now, but we also got Jared Sawada on that watch since he's another local guy that uh, is playing on the Corn Ferry Tour. They played the Utah Championship this past weekend, and Joshua Creel was your winner. He shot 24 under. Uh, Brent Grant, our guy, had a great tournament. He uh, shot 19 under, and he finished tied for eighth place. He was five shots back from the winner, and all four rounds of, of Brent's uh, golf was in the 60s. So great job, Brent, tied for eighth place. But an even bigger thing was he moved up 10 spots in the rankings which puts him at number 62 now and also qualifies him for the core uh, ferry corn ferry tour finals the last three tournaments of the season what and what's well let me talk about jared real quick jared um he didn't play bad he shot 69 69 but he he missed the cut by three strokes so keep up the hard work jared and we're, we're going to see you out there also moving up the leaderboard hopefully someday but uh, with Brent's move up to 62, that gar- guarantees him a spot in the Corn Ferry Tour final, which is the, the final three events. And what's interesting about this is, yes, they take the top 25 from uh, the money winners on the Corn Ferry Tour, get their PGA Tour card, but they also take the top 25 from the final three events, the Corn Ferry Tour finals. So it's possible yet that Brent could get uh, exempt status and get his card to go to play PGA events. Um, I know there's some other um, people that are involved in this, like um, from the PGA Tour, those that didn't uh, win their card or something. I can't remember exactly what what it was saying about who else would be eligible to try to win this, but but anyhow, Brent is in. For the final three events, he does qualify. In those final three events, uh, August 15th to the 18th, you got the Nationwide Children's um, Invitational. That's at Ohio State Golf Club, Ohio State University Golf Club, the Scarlet Course, back at my old stomping grounds. It's a great course, tough course. So that'll be the first event. The second event will be August 22nd through the 25th. That's going to be at the Hillcrest. That's the Albertson Boise, Idaho Open. Uh, that's going to be at the Hillcrest Country Club in Boise, Idaho. And then the final and third event is the Corn Ferry Tour Championship. And that is August 30th to September 2nd. And that's going to be played at the Victoria National Golf Club in Newberry, Indiana. So three more chances for Brent to, um, to, to play some great golf continue playing great golf he's playing so good right now and um hopefully he he gets in that top 25 and gets his card so we can we can 
get to see them more often on TV. I know they they televised this last corn ferry, corn ferry uh, tour event uh, also, but at least we'll he'll he'll get on the PGA tour and we'll get to see him hopefully every week out there competing and and playing well and hopefully winning. So uh, congrats to Brent on his great finish this past weekend and good luck to Jared. I'm not sure I didn't see Jared's names in the rankings um, as far as points and where he stands. I believe I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I believe this past weekend was his first corn Ferry tour event. So um, good luck to him getting on the tour again next year and, and playing well so that we can watch both him and Grant. It was pretty cool when uh, they both qualified for the Sony Open a few years back, and it was cool to get to watch those guys play. As a matter of fact, they played, I think, the one round they played together. I think it was one or two rounds they played together. So it was cool to get to follow them around and, and see them play. It's always good to see local guys doing well. So congrats to those guys. All right, let's take a uh, short break, and we'll be right back. If you haven't heard the new C Money Baby album yet, you're missing the best thing to come out of Ohio since Jim Trestle. Smart Boy, Dumb Decisions is a look into the life of C Money Baby. Lately filled with loss, pain, struggle, and danger, the Jim City rapper gives you high energy bangers and deep introspective slow jams. To check out the album, just search up C Money Baby. Don't forget the baby. On your favorite streaming platform or visit www.smartboystudios.com. Also, don't forget, Corey Gossett is dropping a song every single week this year. Stay up to date by following him on Spotify or Apple Music by searching Corey Gossett or look him up on Instagram or Twitter under at Kid Who Came Back. Head to www.smartboystudios.com to stay up to date on new music, new videos, and any upcoming events. If you'd like to support Smart Boy Studios and their artists, head to threads.smartboystudios.com and check out the merch. They have hats, hoodies, shirts, and more. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Um, let's um, talk for a minute. So this th- this hand thing, man, has kind of got me a little down a little bit. I've been, it feels like it's going to be good enough, and then I'll grab a, a golf club out of one of the bags here in the room and and kind of just lightly swing it and it's still a little painful and stuff so i know it's going to get better and you know i got a text saying that uh michelle we had the same hand surgery which i i knew that based on the fact that uh my buddy that had uh texted me and told me what he thought it was since that's what the exact same thing he had the doctor he went to in new york is the same doctor that did michelle we's hand surgery so so I know it's going to get better, but it's just, you know, it's disheartening and kind of depressing not being able to play. It's been uh, basically two months now that I haven't been able to get to play. So, and uh, anybody that knows me knows that golf is a huge part of my life and, well, probably the, the biggest part besides having to work, you know, <laughs> to, to be able to play. But, I don't know. I just, I just hope it gets better quicker. Uh, I'm doing my therapy the way, you know, they're telling me how to do it and everything. So it does feel like I'm progressing a little bit with it and it does feel like it's getting better. I just, I just want to get it done and get it, get it over with and get back out to, to swing in the sticks again. So, and it appears like, uh, 
we've had a little setback in our golf trip to Thailand, the the tournament where we're going to play over there. It looks like uh, the place we were going to, first off, Japan Airlines canceled our flights. Um, and that was based on the fact that they had four flights going into uh, Thailand and they canceled two of them. And so they only have two other flights. Well, apparently the flight, one of the flights that they canceled was our flight. So now we have to rebook tickets and the place where we were going locked back down and there's no domestic flights allowed, only international flights, which we would be taking an international flight there. But so we're kind of on a, on a standstill. We're still planning on going. Hopefully they get their cases under control and, and we're able to go and, and, get this tournament in and play so but we'll see what happens um i know they were talking or shooting for originally it was october 1st and then they locked back down again and now they're talking about august 18th or something to that effect or something so we'll see what happens i'm i just i hope they get open back up so obviously i got to get this hand in shape by then which it should be that's that's given that's like three months out from when i actually had the surgery so we'll see what happens but uh besides that i hope you guys um are enjoying yourselves playing golf and if you guys have any questions or topics you want me to discuss please hit me up with an email at merseplace 808 at gmail.com or um if you'd like to you can go to the anchor website leave me a message voice message there uh, thank you guys for tuning in and listening and supporting the podcast and if you'd like to support the podcast there's a link there that you could do that also i appreciate everybody that that listens and and supports me so other than that i am going to get ready to get out of here i hope you guys have a great week i hope everybody stays safe and if you're playing golf hit them straight hit them long but don't hit them very often aloha everybody